We are I. Saturday morning and I've been up since 3.30 doing some some thinking and reflecting on a comment I heard the other day. And this comment comes by way of, you know, the information that's curated and then hand-delivered to us digitally. And so the statement was, let's I guess let's start there. Let's peel these onion skins back. The statement was, uh, this woman was talking and saying that she... She really, um, she goes through a lot of effort to protect her algorithms. And I never really thought about it before, and I've never heard it expressed like that, that somebody protects their algorithms. Because we do know that, you know, we get fed information based on what we click on, how long we stop on something. Because this is what kind of, I guess, it's how far it goes, is that when you're scrolling through your feed, it calculates how long you stop on each post. So it's not necessary that you click on something. It's when you just stop to read it. You know, and this can be something that, you know, intrigues you or it can be something that repulses you. You know, because when we see something that sways us heavy in either one of those directions, we typically tend to stop on these things to investigate. The things that we typically connect with modestly are the things that we care about a lot. And, you know, they impact our lives, but, you know, they, they don't sway our opinion heavy in either direction. You know, so when we look at how, you know, all these companies are selling our metadata so that they understand how to be able to push ads our way, you know, but when we look at what our algorithms are doing, and no matter in what way, shape, or form that is, because even for me, I do a lot of research and due diligence at work, you know, so I'm Googling different things in massive quantities in huge bursts. So I can't even imagine how that swings my algorithm to the things that I potentially am interested in. And a lot of this research I do is not that I'm interested in it at all. I'm doing it because of, you know, work purposes. So I started thinking about like, what do I do? And what do we all do that swings our algorithms in these ways where dumb shit enters our lives on a routine basis? You know, and I realized that at that same time I had that thought is that it's not even the dumb shit that we stop on that just kind of intrigues us in some weird way. You know, it, it tickles a little fancy somewhere down the line and, you know, our mind or heart or soul and just saying like, I want to, you know, hear or see that for a snippet. Even that when you, if you do click on it or you stop on it for a second and it repulses you and then you immediately move on, like all that still gets calculated in the things that you are potentially interested in. You know, but the one thing that, I started to focus on with this is again, like where do we end up? Like what rabbit hole do we end up in? Because it's inevitable that we always end up in a rabbit hole instead of 
having algorithms that give us a diverse amount of information. And if I could curate my, you know, my algorithms and I try for the different sources that I get information from, you know, I get some information from Instagram, I get some information from uh, Twitter, I've completely abandoned Facebook altogether, except for just to, you know, scroll back in my memories from that day in the past. You know, I go on my Google feed to be able to look, I go on Al Jazeera to be able to look, I go in all these sources to be able to look for information. But based on that, there's not one entity that's capturing all those places that I'm going to independently because I also go to True North News. I go to Rebel News. I go to these places that have a little bit more of a well-rounded perspective on the information that I want to see. I want to I go to left and right-leaning sources and so-called center sources so that I can see multiple different sides of the story. And I can see and hear different stories, not just the same old regurgitated, you know, mainstream media, big five bullshit messages where it's just regurgitated information after regurgitated information, day after day, minute after minute, hour after hour. But there's not one single source that says, hey, Blake's looking at all these different places. He's looking at all these different articles. You know, like this morning, for example, I came across this article where, you know, it was video footage of Russian police or soldiers, you know, inspecting one of the trucks that blew up the bridge in Crimea. It's like, well, this is of huge importance because this bridge is extremely strategic to Putin. And, you know, you would think he would never have anything to do with that himself because, you know, he prides himself in that bridge. And that's the one thing that's been talked about is that like this is being like a badge of honor, like for Putin, like this is something that he needs and enjoys this bridge. It has significance in his life. You know, but now you see this feeling, it's like, this is this is what I want to see. I want to see more things like this. And is this true? Where else can I go to be able to see if this is just some bullshit the West is putting out or some bullshit the Ukraine is putting out? Or if this is actually true or if this bridge has been sabotaged within inside Russia, you know, as a, as a counterinsurgents inside Russia to go against Putin? I don't know. But that's the kind of stuff I do want to know. That's the kind of stuff that you know, intrigues me and it should intrigue all of us because again, this has a direct correlation to whether or not that we're going to enter into World War III with Russia or whether or not we're going to end up in a nuclear war with Russia and what this actually means. Things like this should be of importance to all of us because this directly affects our lives and it directly affects the lives of our children and our grandchildren. But again, like there's no... Because I didn't see that on Twitter or Instagram, I can't even remember where I seen it, which one of my feeds I, I seen it in now. But like, but again, like these are the things that should get shuttled my way. I want, you know, 90% of the information that comes my way of like information like this, information that can impact my life. And I need to make real world adult decisions based on this information that I see. And not just like, you know, some chick in a hot dress at a driving range crushing a ball 350 yards. It's like, yeah, that's cool for multiple reasons, but it's like, I don't actually fundamentally care. You know, yeah, it's cool to see this like dope ass car and, you know, this, you know, guy ripping it around doing like 300 kilometers an hour, you know, down this highway. It's like, yeah, it's cool, but I actually don't really care. 
yeah, I love seeing some jujitsu moves where these guys are getting all tangled up and they're grappling and, you know, you see some really cool submission that you would like to try. But again, I don't really care. I care a little bit more about that because I, I look at that's how I could defend myself or protect my family. So there's a, an element to that that I care about a little bit more. But, you know, I don't necessarily really care. I want to know what's shaping our world because the one thing that I realize now is that it's these major events and it's the politicians and how they interpret these events and, you know, the bullshit propaganda that they put out that really sways our lives because this is how we went from paying $2.30, $2.40 a liter at the gas pumps one day and two days later paying $1.85 for the same gas that's in the same holding tanks at the same gas station. This is the bullshit. Like These are the things that affect our lives because this prevents me from being able to provide for myself and my family because it costs more to be able to do these fundamental things to live. So we should, you know, be inundated with a little bit more of the information from around the world that influences our decisions of, you know, who we vote for, if we're going to vote, how we go to vote, how we're encouraging people to, you know, be involved in politics, because this drastically affects our lives. You know, I want to be shuttled information of, you know, how to connect with more people that actually care about their lives and actually care about where this world may be going and not from a, a hardcore, you know, partisan perspective. I want to be connected with people who take a bipartisan approach because these are the people who are the most balanced in life and the people that you can have a real good, intelligent conversation with who are not hyper-polarized and swayed in an extreme direction. You don't want to be more in the middle in that more bipartisan approach. That's why I go to all these feeds. That's why we should all go. You know, but protecting our algorithms, like what does it even look like? And do can we even achieve that if if you stop on something for a few seconds longer than the other? Now that becomes of priority in your algorithm and stuff that gets fed your way. And I think about this as I'm scrolling through my feed about, you know, as you stop on something, it's like, oh, just keep scrolling, just keep flicking and get to something that's of substance some substance and stop there. So this is what I've been thinking about since I woke up in the morning because, you know, I'm I'm starting to really understand. This was the best part about COVID. I think there's great benefit of COVID is that it opened up a lot of people's eyes that we need to start paying more attention to the fundamental components of our lives and our community lives and our nation's of lives because it's important because where we're going right now is in a really fucked up direction and not saying that we should sway hard back the other way but it's like we just need to get back more to the middle of this game you know when we're standing at that crossroads of our lives and the lives of the people around us that it doesn't have to be just two paths it doesn't have to be this why in the road you know, we can all collectively go down the same direction and we can have benefit for us all. So 524 in the morning on a Saturday, lots of time to think. Best part is I get to go work out in an hour. 
And I get to go work out with a great friend of mine, get to sit in his new ice bath, get to sit in the hot tub after, spend a couple hours just connecting with somebody that I love that I know that, you know, is generally down the middle too and I can have some real bipartisan conversations with. And that's such a great way to be able to start a Saturday and start a weekend. So my question of the day is, is what do you do in your life to have the most bipartisan outlook on life?